to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new month here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode originally aired on May 29th, 1949, and here is Monkey Woman. we bring you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Monkey Woman. Teresa Kimball was that aged, wealthy eccentric to whom the press always referred to as the Monkey Woman. Her mansion stood in the woodlands within earshot of the Lotus Park Zoological Gardens, and she acquired her weird title by her extreme and fanatical devotion to the Monkey Tribe in all its shapes and sizes. This obsession brought her only pleasure until one windy night in late April... She and her companion of years standing, Miss Lottie, were closing the drapes against a sudden chill. After seven, you know. She's late for dinner. Now, now then, Lottie, the girl's barely 20. Have a little patience, won't you? Patience, indeed. I've little or no patience with her, and I won't pretend I have. Frankly, I think it's downright nonsense you having a French war orphan living in the house this way. Do you, Lottie? I do, indeed. You know nothing in the world about her background. And from my observations, it's none too desirable. Oh, don't be a fool. I don't like her ideas, I tell you. 
He's got a head stuffed with nonsense. He's a young girl who enjoys life a little. Personally, I like it. I'd scarcely want another gloomy face around the house. If you're referring to me, Miss Tracer, I'll have you know that I'm proud of being a respectable woman with some sense. And listen to them out there. Just listen. I can hear them well enough. Only too well. They've been carrying on that way for the past hour. If you ask me, it's an outrage to have that zoo so close to a civilized Oh, house. really, Lotte, you're a trifle ridiculous. You don't like Colette and you resent the animals. I'm too sensible a person to waste affection on... Oh, you're too much of an old maid to tolerate any creature with any vestige of life in it. Stuff and nonsense. If you listen very closely, you can hear my friends chattering to each other. Where my nurse is shreds. The monkeys are the worst of the lot. Oh, how can you? Really, how can you, Lottie? When you look at them so little and cunning. <laughs> little and cunning? Ye gods, I've seen some over there as tall as a man with faces meaner than fear. Oh, how silly you are. The big ones are like the little ones. They're just overgrown babies. What's that? It's just some at the door, Lottie. Probably Colette. Who's there? Mrs. Kimberlin, please. Well, who is it, Lottie? It's the man. Well, just give him his skin. Show him in. Evening, Mrs. Kimberlin. Oh, it's you. Well, this is a real pleasure. Lottie, it is Mr. Palmerston. He's the head keeper in the Lotus Zoo's monkey house. How do you do? I do well enough. But I wish you'd do better and keep that menagerie of yours from yowling its head off. They are a little noisy this evening. But I'm afraid they have a good reason for it, Miss Lottie. What do you mean? Now, there's no need for getting panicky. You can rely on the park guards. They'll retake them in no time. Retake who? The mammoth Congo ape we got last winter. The old man of Calamondo. He escaped about an hour ago while we were cleaning his cage. Crushed one of the guards pretty badly. There's doubt that he lived. Well, whatever did you people do to upset him? Upset him? He's one of the very nicest monkeys I've ever known. Now, look, ma'am. We didn't do nothing to upset him. I've been around monkeys all my life. And if you ask me, it's the most dangerous ape that ever swung from a tree. Oh, Mr. Palmerston, how silly you sound. Maybe I sound silly, but I'll tell you this. You both better keep indoors and see to it your doors are locked until that beast is back in captivity. Well, I appreciate your concern, Mr. Palmerston, but I'm the last person on earth to be afraid of monkeys. Perhaps you don't know it, sir, but I have a will there in my desk made out in favor of the monkeys of the world. It's true, absolutely true. Can you imagine such a thing? Hey, Stiffer is all I can say. Well, I've got to be on my way. My work's cut out for me this night. I suggest you contact the administration officer. You need help in a hurry. Oh, I don't think we will, Mr. Palmerston. Don't be too sure, Mrs. Kimball. Oh, my heavens. Now we're in Fort Bishetton. We'll be killed. I know it. All of us. All of us. What are you doing with that house phone, Lassie? I'm calling the gardener's cottage. For what? I'm going to get Mandis to come in and protect her. Put it down. Put it down at once. But Mandis is the gardener, and he will remain in the gardener's cottage where he belongs. He's not allowed in the main house. I've given him strict instructions. You heard me. Colette doesn't like the man. I don't know why, but I do not wish the poor girl to be upset. She's had a hard enough life. She'll have a harder life if the old man of Talamando walked in. <gasps> What's that? Quiet. Who's there? What was that? Who is it? It is me, Mrs. Kimball. Oh, Colette. <laughs> I let myself in the front door. But that noise. But it was a chair in the dark. I stumbled over it. What's the matter? Well, nothing, nothing at all, my dear. You're a little late, aren't you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I was shopping. There were so many pretty things I could not leave. 
Did Miss Lane phone me? No. She said she was coming over this evening to talk to me about a job. She would call if she could not make Well, then she's coming. There was no phone call from Miss Margot Lane, was there, Lottie? None I know of. Well, then you'd better hurry upstairs and change, hadn't you? Oh, I would like to, but I'm afraid the dinner will spoil. You just hurry along. We'll wait. You are so kind to me, Mrs. Skimble. Oh, nonsense. Just get a move on. I was so afraid you were going to tell her about this escape, Lottie. And why shouldn't I have? Because she's young and imaginative. My dear Lottie, she doesn't understand monkeys the way I do. coming over. I hate to drop in unexpectedly. What on earth is that? Oh, just the zoo. It's there beyond that fringe of trees. Oh. As I was saying, Mrs. Kimball's been awfully nice to the girl, but I think she'll be better off with a job and a little independence. Yes, most people are, I've discovered. Oh, where's the doorbell? No doorbell. That's a knocker. Oh, I see. Well, use it. You won't have to. Why not? Don't you hear? Somebody's coming to the door. Somebody's running to the door. Yes, what's going on and... I was looking, but I didn't expect a flying tackle. Who are you, anyway? Excuse me, Willie. Wait a minute. What's the rush? I asked you a question. Yes, who are What's you? What's it to you? This young lady happens to be a friend of the family. But so do I. Funny, I took you somehow for a second story, man. <laughs> Maybe I'm a very good judge of character. You come with us. All right, and I'm busy. Wait. Stop. Strength of an animal, that guy. Suppose he's robbed the house. Come on, we'll see. Sandy hair and a jagged scar across his forehead? Yes, that's right. Then he was in the house. What? We crossed his path as we came in. But I just if this forbidden immensely. Maybe that's the reason he was leaving in such a hurry. But he didn't have a much sounder reason. Well, at all events, the matter's quickly settled. Right. 
Where are you going? To the library to phone the gardener's cottage and demand that young Mr. Manders put in an immediate appearance. Hello? Hello? He hears that ringing out there. He couldn't miss it. Hello? Hello? Probably can't work up the courage, don't you? Very well, I'll go down and lead him back by the nose. Well, now, will you look who's coming up the stairs? You certainly made yourself scarce, I must say. Now, listen to me. Colette is dead. Pretty little Colette. Somebody killed her. Was it you? Did you do it? Now, now don't get the idea you can frighten me now. I'm not afraid of you at all. It's one little bit of a... something lying in a broken heap at the foot of the stairs. Lamont, look. Mrs. Kimball. Mrs. Kimball. Lamont, something terrible has happened. Get a doctor. Get a doctor. Wait, it's too late for a doctor to help her much, Martha. You mean she too? She's done in. Just like Relate was. Oh, no, no. Easy now, Martha. We've got a nasty job on our hands. All right. Who do you think killed her? I don't know. Same hand committed both murders, of that I'm sure. You think it was this Manders? Possibly. And just as possibly, the ace? Except for one rather contradictory circumstance. What's that? If you notice, the windows of Colette's room are all closed and locked. Which means that if the ape entered that room, he entered it from within the house. Seems hardly likely to me. Me either. Then Manders looks like the guilty man? I haven't decided about that yet, Margot. I have decided about this. What? High time the shadow paid a call on our muscle-bound friend. Yes, but where will you find him? Very probably out there in the gardener's cottage. Hello, gardener's cottage. Yeah, man is speaking. What do you mean? How? When? You must be nuts. You're kidding. Well, you better be kidding. I'll fix your clock pretty, that's why. You heard me. Why, that lousy... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Who is that laughing? Who is it? Who is it? It's the shadow, Mantis. Where are you? Come out and let me look at you. You can't look at me. I'm in arm's reach of you, but you can't see me. What goes on here? What do you want from me? A confession. Confession? Confession of what? Murder. Murder, huh? What's the gag? Mrs. Kimball didn't think it was much of a gag when you broke her neck and threw her down the stairs. <laughs> You're up the wrong alley. 
Why should I knock off the old lady? There's just the possibility that she left you a few dollars in her will. She wanted to collect and clear out. You're way off, boy. She didn't leave me anything. Not a dime. She didn't make that much sense. What do you mean? Well, the old crow was going to leave all her money to the monkeys. What? Just what I said. She's going to leave every suit to the monkeys of the world. Till Colette come along. And then? As I understand it, she was just about to make out a new will, splitting the dough between the girl and the baboon. And there's the motive. You killed them both out of jealousy and hatred. You got me wrong, boy. As far as I was concerned, nothing was too good for Colette. From the big house. Here you are, Manders. I'll attend to whatever's wrong. Meanwhile, the shadow will be watching you. <laughs> Come on. Those screams. What happened? Marty. Where is she? <laughs> My heart. What happened? She went down to the kitchen to get me some coffee. Just about to switch on the light when I, I heard a noise behind me. There he was. Who, Lottie? The old man of Calamando. Broad as an ox to the face that could scare the evil out of Satan. What did you do? I screamed and Kevin was with me. The suddenness of it frightened him. He went out through the window in one wild jump. You definitely saw him? Oh, this is a gentle sight. Obviously, it's time we got in touch with the two officials. Yes, indeed, sir. There's a phone here on the second floor, isn't there? Down the hall, in the library, yes, sir. It's an inside room, isn't it? No windows, I mean? No, sir, it has no windows. Good. I want you to lock yourself in there and stand by for any calls from the two officials. Yes, sir. And don't budge out until we get back. Where are you going, sir? Miss Lane and I will drive over to the park headquarters. Oh, you're not going out there in the dark, are you, sir? Wait, we have to, Lottie. This is all the earmarks of an emergency. You know, Margot, I like excitement, but if it's all the same to the gods of adventure, I just as soon have a human opponent. Now, here's the car. Inside, Margot. Mark, wait. What's the matter? I saw him. What? Who? I saw him. I know I saw him. The old man of Calamando? Yes. He's scaring the wall up to the second floor balcony. You're certain? Absolutely. Marty's in that second floor library. Come on. Look, it's the third floor window. Miss Lottie! Miss Lottie! It's not Miss Lottie, it's Manders. Manders? Yes. See, there's his shadow against the pane. He's fighting with someone? Someone is with the ape, with the old man of Calamando. See, there's his shadow now. Come on, look! He's picked him up! Manders! He's swinging him over Manders, his head! Manders! Manders! Come on. Manders! Manders! Manders, we're here to help you. Library is the only study in the house, Margot. This is where Miss Lottie was waiting for him. 
The ape must have gotten to her first. Well, here's the desk. And the blueprints. Blueprints of this house. Look, see, the rooms are all marked. Dining room, second floor, library, Teresa's room. Look at this. Cousin Lottie's room. Cousin? Cousin? I never knew Lottie was a member of the family. Oh, now you know it. Quite a surprise. Yes, here's another one. Cast your eyes over this. There's a blueprint of the floor plan of the cellar. Yes? You see here? There's a whole section of that extends underground for 100 feet beyond the boundary of the rear wall. Yes, you're right. There is. What do you guess is down there? Couldn't say, Margot. The shadow is free to take a look. Manders to the list. Hadn't there been enough murder to suit you? He died hard, didn't he? The bloody business, wasn't it, Palmerston? Plenty. What's so good about that? Why did you hate him? I didn't hate him. I loved him. Huh? And I thought it was mutual. I didn't realize he was playing me just so he could sneak into the main house to see Colette. He told me he loved me. He made me think so. <laughs> You believed he loved you? Why not? Is that so impossible? I thought he was all mine. That all I needed was money. And he belonged to me forever. And when I told him over the house phone that I'd engineered Colette's death, I knew right away he'd been deceived. That he was my enemy. And that he'd get me for killing her. Because she was the woman he loved. All right, so okay. He got the skits the hard way and it's all done. Yeah. You can take your money and go. Here, all the cash I have. A thousand dollars. Don't strip yourself, Miss Lottie. I'll trust you. Don't trust me. Take what's yours, Thomas. What's mine, Miss Lottie? You ain't got to give yet. Explain yourself more fully. I'm not unreasonable, lady. But as the only living member of the family, you'll come in for a nice couple of millions. And I think considering my efforts with the ape, I should come in for a 50% split. Said that, Thomas. However, if you'd like to take the $1,000 and go, I'd be willing to overlook it. Do me no favors. I've taken a big chance here, Lottie. I've emptied every murder with my own hands. Yes. And what did you actually do? You took the ape out of the cage and steered him at gunpoint. I could have done that, too. Only you didn't know it. But I know it now. Miss Lottie. <laughs> what? What are you doing? The old man of Calamandio needs exercise. Her back. Get back. My gun. You'll find your gun in the coaster, sir. I took the liberty of removing it. No. Yes. This is it. Here in my hand. I wouldn't try running. He's quicker than a tornado. <laughs> you have a kind of choice, Palmerston. You can rush me or wait for the ape to rush you. It's an ugly choice. A bullet or a hug from our airy lad here. No, 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 please. Please, stop him. Stop him. Stop him. What's that? Now take that gun, Miss Lottie. Now then, back. Get back, old man of Calamando. Back. What is this? <laughs> Who? Who are you? I am the shadow. 
visible to your eyes, but here to serve the ends of justice. Oh, whatever you are, you saved my life. I've saved it, Palmerston, only to accuse you of murder. Back. Get back, old man. You don't back. understand, boy. I did nothing. I was only following her orders. You rotten liar! Silence. The plan was yours, Miss Lottie. You've been content for years thinking that Miss Teresa's ridiculous will bequeathing her money to the monkeys of the world could easily be contested and broken when she died. However, when Colette appeared and was about to become a beneficiary of a more reasonable will and testament, you knew you had to act fast. You plotted the ape's escape with Palmerston and then, with its aid, killed the girl and Teresa, keeping it housed down here between its crimes. How did you know this? I discovered it with Manders' help. Manders, the man you also destroyed out of jealousy and because you were afraid he'd expose your murder of his beloved Colette. Now, don't come any closer, old man. Back. Time you went back behind bars and stayed there permanently. <laughs> I have an idea that's exactly what's going to happen to your two friends. <laughs> Don't be ill, Margot. The old man of Calamanda was never expressing cruelty. He wasn't? Oh, not at all. He was expressing a kind of primitive love when he squeezed the life out of his victim. Really? Really. He loved everything except a man with a gun. Whatever he loved, he killed. That's love? Early primitive love. When it's improved a little down the ages. More than a little, my lady. More than a little. copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. All names and places are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Listen again next week, same time, same station, when the shadow will again demonstrate that the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow knows. <laughs> You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, if that lady loved monkeys so much, then I would hope that she would be able to tell the difference between a monkey and an ape. But apparently that wasn't the case. But now we're down to just two more episodes of The Shadow. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.